New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. Talking about the authority of the believer. And he said to me, I want you to teach on the believer's resurrection power. You know, Joel 2 says that uh, old men will dream dreams. So I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm an old man because I dreamed a dream. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But after that, you know, I did, I, I, that blessed me. But after that, I thought, well, you know, that was a nice dream. But I began to hear people talk about the believer's resurrection power. So I said, okay, Lord, you're trying to teach me something here. You know, I hadn't heard resurrection power, I think, in a long time. And we had just celebrated Resurrection Sunday, you know, previously. So God wants us to know what it means for us to be seated with him in resurrection power. So... In the garden, let's talk from the beginning. Go to Genesis 1, verses 27 and 28. In the garden, God gave man dominion. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. You know, and I thought about this as I was studying this this morning. I thought, in two verses is encapsulated God's plan for man. And his plan for man has never changed. It's the same as it has always been. Man may say that God's plan has changed, but God never said it. Glory to God. He created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female. He created them, and God blessed them, and God said to them, that just made me think, you know, it's not all about just men, and it's not all about just women, but he blessed them. He blessed man and woman. Glory to God. He said, be fruitful. This is God's plan. It's always been God's plan. Hallelujah. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now, I didn't see one word in there that talked about man having dominion over another man. We're to take dominion over things, over demons. We have no right to try to, to force our plans and our thoughts on any other man. That is witchcraft, people, in Jesus' name. We are God's image bearers. Glory to God. We're to take dominion over this planet and rise up as his representatives on this earth. Glory to God. That word dominion. He gave us dominion. He told us he wanted us to reign. 
He wanted us to dominate. He wanted us to tread down. He wanted us to prevail over, not man, but over the enemy. God has a place for, for man to sit with him in heavenly places, and he wants us to realize what he has done for us. He has never, ever, ever changed his mind. Glory to God. And that word subdue, he said subdue, means to place your foot on the neck, neck of a conquered enemy. Glory to God. It gives me great pleasure in my spirit, man, to see me place my foot on the devil's head and say, thus far and no more in Jesus' name. Glory to God. That's what kings did when they conquered other kings. They put their foot on their neck. And we put our foot on the neck of the devil and his stupid dominion, his stupid devils, demons. Glory to God. We're not backing up. We're moving on. Glory to God. God didn't give me that dream about us having resurrection power for us to sit back and say, oh, my Lord, oh, my Lord, what are we going to do? No, we have dominion. He's telling us we've got something to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we know the devil usurped the Adam and Eve's authority. And he, he did it. Did God really say? Did God really say? Yes, honey, he really said. He did really say. And he really said things to us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Genesis 3, 6 and 7. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and in case you think the husband was not there, he was. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. See, when God talked to Adam, Eve was not there. She hadn't even been created yet. So Adam was the one that knew. But that woman, she was so pretty. And she just, just enticed her husband and said, let's eat some of this together. Come on and batted her beautiful eyes at her husband and said, let's have some of this. It's okay. We women do. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> You men know what I'm talking about. We women can bat our eyes at you and you just melt. <laughs> Bless us, Lord. <laughs> okay, gave to her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? <laughs> Oh, Lord. 
So when they fell, Satan took dominion of this earth. And in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, he's called the God of this world. He is the God of this world, but God is the God of the universe. Don't ever forget that. Hallelujah. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And I want to read. These are great books. I encourage people to. This is The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagin. And I just want to read what he said when he was, uh, I can find it here. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. He said in 1940, he said, do we have authority that we don't know about, that we haven't discovered, that we're not using? And he began a search, and he found a book by uh, John McMillan, who was a, a missionary to China, I believe. And this is what Hagen says. As a result of my studies, I concluded that we as a church have authority on this earth that we've never yet realized, authority that we're not using. A few of us have barely gotten to the edge of that authority, but bless God, before Jesus comes again, there's going to be a whole company of believers that will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs, and they will do the work that God intended they should do. And I believe with all my heart that we're that generation, that we are the ones that are rising up and realizing I've got the authority that Almighty God gave to me, and I have dominion over the enemy. Glory to God. I believe that with all of my heart. Hallelujah. Jesus got the authority back for us. He got the authority back for us. If you are a child of Almighty God, and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you have that authority. I don't care if you're one day old in the Lord, you have that authority. Glory to God. Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Remember several uh, weeks or months ago, I can't remember now, but I taught on our kingdom access. God has not let me let go of, of continuing to, te to teach and to be taught about our authority, to, to no longer back up and say we don't, we don't know what to do, to no longer back up and say, oh, Lord, look what's happening. No, no, we are going to take our authority back from the devil and we are going to reign and rule before the Lord Jesus Christ comes back to bring us into glory. Right. Hallelujah. 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 He said, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever, oh, maybe every, a little bit. Now, you know, we may have authority over this, but we don't have authority over that. No, no, 
This is our Lord and Savior talking to us. He said, whatsoever you shall bind. And another translation says, prohibit. And another one says, forbid. So whatever we bind or, or prohibit or forbid on earth shall be bound, prohibited, forbidden, and bound in heaven. Glory to God. We need to get that in our spirit. Oh, glory to God. And whatever we loose, whatever we permit or allow on earth, whatever we permit. We have permitted what has happened on this earth. And God is saying, take back your authority. Take back, stand, stand, and having done all to stand, glory to God. So whatever you permit or allow on earth shall be allowed, permitted, and loosed in heaven. He told us that he would give to us the king, the keys, and we have those keys. His power is dwelling inside you. I don't care how much the enemy tries to tell you that you are a weak nothing. You are a world overcomer. Glory to God. We have keys and that gives us control and access. The keys denotes ownership. You know yourself, if you don't have a key to your house, you can't get in. If you don't have a key to your car or one of those fobs, whatever, you can't get in. Glory to God. But when we have those keys, that's my car and that's my house and I have a key and I'm going to get in. Glory to God. That's what God wants us to know. He wants us to know that he has given us authority. Glory to God. When he was resurrected, we were resurrected. Now let's look at Ephesians 1, starting in verse 16. And I'm going to read it out of the New American Standard. I don't know if y'all have that. If not, just put it up in the King James. Ephesians is, gives us a clear display of God's resurrection power to and for us. When he raised Jesus, he raised us. When he seated Jesus, he seated us with him. Hallelujah. Starting at verse 16, Ephesians 1. I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his dunamis power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Jesus 
was resurrected and raised to sit beside the Father. Verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. I think that about covers it all. Not only in this world age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and listen to this, and gave him as head over all things to the church. To the church, people. Verse 23, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. And now go to uh, chapter 2, and we're going to start with verse 4. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved and have raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It doesn't get any clearer than that. When Jesus was resurrected, when we accepted him as Lord and Savior, we were resurrected. We are seated with him. The power that is in him is in us. The, the dunamis power that raised Jesus out of that pit of hell is in us. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. We need to realize we've got dunamis power in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen to the message of verse 23. The church, you see, is not peripheral to this world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. We have an assignment. We have an assignment to not allow the devil in our stuff. Glory to God. Now I want to read this from, um, this is a little book by Billy Brim. I encourage you to get it. It's about using your authority. But I want to read what, um, what uh, Macmillan said about having the armor of God upon us. How important it is for us to have the armor of God upon us. He said, the only place of safety in the occupation of the seat, we talked about the seat, it is far above the enemy. Do you think the devil could get into heaven? I don't think so. And you're seated right next to Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, and Father God, taking your authority, reigning and ruling over darkness. Hallelujah. It is far above the enemy. If the believer abides steadfastly by faith, 
in this location, he cannot be touched. Consequently, the enemy puts forth all his wiles to draw him down in spirit. Isn't that what we've been seeing in the world? Trying to draw you down, put you down and just tromp on you. For once out of his seat, his authority is gone. And he is no longer dangerous. Whew. And further, he is open to attack. At this point, is seen the meaning of the message of Ephesians chapter 6. To maintain his place against the wiles of the devil, the believer must be constantly arrayed in full armor. Glory to God. Glory to God. He gave us the armor of God. He told us we're seated with Jesus. He said our angels have charge over us. People, if we realize that, we cannot lose. I don't want to lose anymore. I want, I want to reign and rule like Jesus said <coughs> to do. <coughs> Excuse me. We are kings and ambassadors on this earth, and we can now reign. We can now exercise the highest influence and control life. That's what reign means. And Romans 5.17, it says, for, and I'm reading it in the uh, English Standard Version, for if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. We have to take it for ourselves. We can't say, oh, I know brother so-and-so, he's got the authority, but I don't. We, we got to stop saying that. We got to, we got to be who God placed, placed in us to be. We got to reign and we got to rule over our, over our dominion. What belongs to us? Our family belongs to us. Where we work belongs to us. Where we live belongs to us. Huntsville, Alabama belongs to us, believers. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. James 4, 7 in the, uh, in the English Standard. First of all, it says, Submit yourself, to, therefore, to God, and then, and then resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And another translation says of that word flee, to run from as if in terror. Listen to that. We, we're not going to be deceived any longer. The devil is going to look at us and run from us in terror. Because we know we're going to get up every day and we're going to take our seat in the heavenlies and we're going to pray in the spirit and let the Holy Spirit pray through us what he wants done for that day. And while you're praying, you may be praying about something that the devil has planned against your loved ones. You may be praying about that car wreck that was avoided here this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke 10, 19. 
Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over, the, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Those two words, power, are two different words. The first one says, I give you authority. You have authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis, all the dunamis power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The word uh, translated authority means delegated authority or jurisdiction. We don't have jurisdiction over other people, but we have jurisdiction over us and our loved ones. Glory to God. Glory to God. That word dunamis means inherent power of reproducing itself. It is miracle working power. We get the word dynamics and dynamite and dynamo from the word dunamis. Glory to God. James 4, 7 in the Passion says, Stand up to the devil and resist him, and he will turn and run away from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again so the devil can hear that the, the Bible says it, and I'm standing on it, that when I am standing up to you, devil, and I am resisting you, devil, and you have to turn and run away from me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I can just see him wringing his hands saying, oh my, oh my, oh my. I don't have them in my control anymore. They know who they are. They're seated with Jesus. When I see them, I'm, I don't know if it's Jesus or them. Don't let him know. Don't lift up that face plate and say, oh, God, no, no, glory to God. Hallelujah. No matter how loud the devil is, we have the authority to stop him. <clears throat> we have the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, and the wit written word of God. And I'm going to tell you about another dream I had. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Don't you wish you were old? <laughs> Praise God. I'm kidding. On the 18th of March of this year, I had a dream. And there were four men that there, I saw a newspaper. They were wanted. And I thought, oh. And I took them. And I come with me. And the enemy was on every side of us. And I remember in the dream I kept saying, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, and we kept walking. I said, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, and we kept walking. And I said, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, and we kept walking. The enemy was all around us, but he could not touch us because I used the name of Jesus, and I used the blood of Jesus. And they were brought to safety, not by me, but by the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. And we have been given that privilege. We have been given that authority. Hallelujah. 
Don't let the devil intimidate you. You just stand up and say, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is waiting. Oh, my. He's waiting for us to put the devil under our feet. Yeah, he is. Psalm 110, verse 1. Oh, hallelujah. Father God, we're, we're doing it. I thank you. I thank you for resurrection power rising up greater and greater in every one of us. Hallelujah. Pushing aside all those negative thoughts and all those negative feelings and standing fast on the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <coughs> Psalm 110, verse 1. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Matthew 22, verse 44. In the Amplified, the Lord said to my Lord, you know, this is not just old covenant but we have it in the new covenant too. This is new covenant. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. And the, the one new man, I love reading that because it just is so decisive and so I, I, on target. Listen to it in the one new man. The Lord said to my Lord, you must sit, not just sit, but you must sit at my right hand until I make your enemies beneath your feet. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hebrews 10, 12, and 13 says, But this man, speaking of Jesus, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting until his enemies be made his footstool. And I can just hear the Lord saying, you got this. You got this. You're doing what I want you to do. You're taking dominion. You're seated in your place of authority and you're not allowing the devil any place in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you imagine him trusting us? <laughs> but he did. He trusted us. Hallelujah. And you weren't born for, such, for a time like this by accident. You are here and whatever is needed for this hour, God placed in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to the one new man of that Hebrews 10. But this one, after he offered a sacrifice on behalf of sins, sat down continually at the right hand of God from now on waiting until his enemies would be made a footstool for his feet. God is waiting for the body of Christ to stand up and take authority 
glory to God. I'm thankful to God that he trusted us in this time and in this hour to push back the forces of darkness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus was raised to the highest rank and given the name above every name. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 in the one new man says, On this account, then God raised him to the highest rank and he freely gave him the name above every name. That's what I saw in my dream. All I did was use the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and those, those, those enemies that were all around us could not touch us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He freely gave him a name above every name so that at the name of Yeshua, Jesus, every knee of the heavenlies and the earthly and those beneath, below the earth would bow. That pretty well takes care of everybody and everything. Glory to God. Not people, though. <laughs> we don't have authority over people. That's witchcraft. Glory to God. Who we are, identity, and Betsy brought this up. We were praying um, a couple of weeks ago, and she said, we have to know our identity. And I thought, that is exactly right. You have to know who you are. Glory to God. We have to have, identity is of who we are, and what belongs to us is imperative to walking in this place of delegated authority right beside Jesus. If you don't know you belong there, oh well. <laughs> Romans 8, 16 in the Passion says, For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us. Listen to this. As he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Don't put yourself down. The Holy Spirit is in you telling you God loves you. You are God's beloved child. You may not have ever been loved by anyone else on this earth, but you are loved by God Almighty. Hallelujah. When we find out who we are in Christ and realize who we are as believers, we're going to take our authority. And I believe we are doing that now. Glory to God. We will reign and rule along with Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We will use his name. We will take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and we will slash the enemy to bits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 2 in the Passion says, Our faith, our faith guarantees us permanent access, permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. Don't you dare think that you are less than anyone else in God's eyes. You have a perfect relationship with God. 
What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. And <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever heard Kat Kerr, but I, I thought about her when, she, when I read this because her saying is, eat cake and celebrate. We celebrate, <laughs> hallelujah. We, we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. So just go home and eat cake and celebrate. Glory to God, hallelujah. <laughs> A little piece, <laughs> not the whole cake. <laughs> hallelujah. We were buried with him. We were raised with him. We were made alive with him. Look at it, uh, Colossians 2, verses 12 and 13 in the Passion. For we were buried with him into his death. When Jesus went to hell, he took all of our sins, all of our sicknesses, all of our diseases to the pit of hell with him. And when he was raised from the dead, we were raised with him. Glory to God free of sin and sickness and disease. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death only means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power. When we believe in God's resurrection power. Hallelujah the power that raised him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected. We have been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we miss it, but we repent right then. Repent and, and get our forgiveness and forget it and don't let the devil torment you and make you think you're not worthy. Oh, you did that a thousand times. So what? God forgave me a thousand and one times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we are not going to back down and let the devil make us think that we are not worthy. If Jesus didn't do enough to make us worthy, we are of all the poorest of people. But we are worthy because of what he did. And we have been given the name that is above every name, people. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And I rejoice greatly to say the name of Jesus. I visualize a devil whining and sniveling and saying, oh, no, oh, no, no. Glory to God. If I keep, if I keep being taught on this... <laughs> You guys may not be able to hold me down. <laughs> Glory to God. I am so thankful to God that he is teaching us. 
Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that he didn't let me just say, oh, that was a nice dream. He confirmed to me almost immediately somebody was talking about how important it is for us to, to, to have that resurrection power living in us, to realize the resurrection power is in us. When you have dreams, pay attention. If it's a bad dream, don't just say it's a pizza dream. God may be warning you about something in your dream. You take authority over the devil. And you say, devil, you're not doing that in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind you and you will not do that thing against me or whoever that you're trying to... to uh, that God warned you. God has warned us in dreams. We don't pay attention. We don't pay attention just like the... Uh, Daphne was talking about 9-11. Those people that paid attention lived. Those people that didn't pay attention didn't live. Glory to God. Whew. We're, we're made near by the blood of Jesus, not our doing. Ephesians 2, 12 and 13 says that at that time, before you accepted Jesus, you were without Christ. You were an alien from the commonwealth of Israel. You were strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, but now. Oh, thank God for the but now. <laughs> the but now is in the Bible. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. God called us by name. He invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness, not our do good doing people. We will never in ourselves be good enough. But thank God for what he did for us. Thank God he made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He did it. Don't, we can't ever, ever boast about what we've done. Ooh, pride will, we can't deal with pride. God called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. It's, God is good to us just because he's so good. You know, think about Think about how good God has been to us. In spite of all the evil and negativity going on in the world, we still sit here today free to worship the Lord. We still have our Bible that we can carry with us where we want to. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Peter 1, 3, in the Passion, says, Everything we could ever need, everything. This is God's word to us. And we've got to take it as the gospel, because that's what it is. This is God speaking to us today. Everything we could ever need, for life 
and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all of this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. You, you just notice in the Bible how many times the scripture talks about something as having been accomplished. It has been accomplished. Oh, glory. I like that Kenneth Copeland said this. He said, we are to be more and more God inside conscious. His presence within us, ready to burst into every part of our lives with miracle working power. The same Holy Spirit that empowered Jesus lives in us to empower us because he's inside us. The Godhead lives inside us. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Holy Spirit just wants to break out of us and show off. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Prayer is an important part of this resurrection life that we have been given. We have a ministry in the heavenlies to deal with the enemy. And again, I'm quoting John McMillan in his book, Authority of the Believer. He said, the urgent call is for men and women wholly yielded to the Lord, whose eyes have been enlightened to see the ministry in the heavenlies to which they have been called. Such believers may in union with the great head of the body exercise an authority to which the powers of the air must give place wherever challenged. Hallelujah. Our prayers for all men avail much because we have been given resurrection power. Prayer taps into the powers and resources of heaven. Listen to this in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 in the New Living. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Think about that. We have Jesus interceding for us. Did you realize that? It says that in Romans 8, 34. Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us. We are praying for other people, and he's praying for us. Hebrews 6, uh, 7, 25 says he, he's able to save people to the uttermost that come to God by him, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for us. We, we tell the enemy what to do. When we speak, if we speak negative, then we're relinquishing our authority to the devil. Matthew 12, 37 says, For by thy words you, you shall be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned. 
And the Amplified says, by your words, you will be justified and acquitted. And by your words, you will be condemned and sentenced. Think about this. What happened to Israel? They failed in the wilderness because they believed a report of ten negative men. God said, go in and take the land. He didn't say anything about the giants there. He said, go in and take the land. And what did they do? They saw themselves as grasshoppers. And they said, we're grasshoppers. And they said, we're going to die in the wilderness. And they died in the wilderness. Joshua and Caleb and those that were not of that generation were the ones that went in. And Caleb was 85, and he said, give me my mountain. Don't ever think you're too old to take what God has given to you. I don't care how old you are. Glory to God. Israel was opposed 40 days by Goliath. He didn't come out with a sword. He came out with negative words, and Israel was scared to death. And little David, he said, I have a covenant with God Almighty. Who are you, you uncircumcised Philistine, to dare defy the armies of God? We need to get a David spirit on us and tell the devil, I'm in covenant with God Almighty. Who are you to come against me? Oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And Nehemiah, when they came, and I thought about what's happening in our world today, how people are trying to intimidate and make people feel that they're, they're wrong and they're doing the wrong thing. That's what happened with Nehemiah. And you know what he said? I've got a great work that I'm doing, and I can't come down to you. Hallelujah. And that's what we need to say. I am doing a great work for God Almighty, and I'm not coming down into your territory, devil. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us that resurrection power. Romans 8:11 says, But if the Spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. John 6, 63 says, it is the spirit that quickens. Now listen to what that word quicken means. It means cause to live, to make alive, to restore to life, to be endued with new and greater power. We have been given the life of God Almighty. The Zoe life of God is in us. Glory to God. The word says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Glory to God. But we have full access to the Lord's power when we listen to him and we listen to his word. He wants us to know who we are. He wants us to know what has been given to us. He wants us to know that we're seated with him in heavenly places. We're seated there. A king sits. 
glory to God. And I thought about Psalm 23. It says, uh, he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemy. And I thought, he's seated. He's seated like a king. He's seated. And God is there preparing a table for him. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1, 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who might bless us. No. Who has blessed us with some, a few, maybe all. Oh, grace. Praise God. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ according as he has chosen us. Hallelujah. <laughs> in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. If the devil comes and tells you you are no good, nothing, uh, no, uh-uh. The word says I'm holy. The word says I'm without blame. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Back him down with the word of God. That's exactly what Jesus did. When the devil tempted him 40 days and Jesus said, it is written. Glory to God. Resurrection life is available to every one of us, but we have to take it. We have to realize that it belongs to us, and we have to take it. We're to rise up. We are to shine like Isaiah 60 says. We are anointed like Isaiah 61 told us. Daphne preached on it last Sunday. Glory to God. We are to occupy, to be God's image bearers. Glory to God. And evict the enemy and enforce the victory given to us. And in closing, I want to share a word that I heard George Pearson said. We are Satan's master because of what Jesus did for us. He died for us. He beat up the devil in hell. And he rose again for us. And now we're seated with him in the heavenlies. And the Lord told Terry Pearson this, and I'm just going to quote that because it's so good. He said, this is a, the Lord said this to her. There is no power so great that the authority of the believer is not greater still. I'm going to say that again. The Lord God Almighty himself said, there is no power so great that the authority of the believer is not greater still. All the demons in hell combined together times ten cannot overcome the authority of the believer. God wants us to grow in the revelation that we have resurrection power. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for revelation knowledge. Thank you that we are seated with you. Thank you, I trust you, Holy Spirit, to continue to teach us more and more in visions, in dreams, however you want to teach us, through the word of God. I thank you for it. I thank you that we 
New Hope Outreach Ministry. We are taking our authority and we are taking back our land from the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We rise up and do what you have called us to do. We rise up and say what you have called us to say in the name of Jesus. And I bind you, devil, you will not steal this word from us. I place the blood of Jesus over it. And I thank you, Father, you will continue to teach us in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. And I say the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God.